Welcome to the BSJ Podcast. I'm your host, the American Redneck, Buckshot Jones. In podcast past, we talked to independent professional wrestlers, managers, and promoters about the careers and about independent professional wrestling in general. We're changing our platform a little bit, but everything is going on across the United States and politics, pro sports cancel culture, all of that bullshit that we got going on. So for a while we'll be going with that platform. Maybe later we'll get back into independent professional wrestling. But right now we're going to dive into this. Today we're talking about my home state dictator, I mean governor, closet democrat, Mike Dizzy DeWine. His lieutenant governor, John Hustler Houston, another closet Democrat, and known Democrat, then Ohio Director of Health, Communist Amy Acton. And all the policies they put in place, all the mandates they put in place in the state of Ohio, which killed a lot of mom and pop shops, people's jobs, people lost homes. People lost their vehicles, all because of unconstitutional mandates and policies set forth by them three individuals. But today we're talking about closet Democrat Mike DeWine. Many people in my state call him a rhino. People within the Republican Party call him a rhino. Mike DeWine has always ran as a Republican. Like I said, many people call him a rhino. R-I-N-O which stands for Republican in name only. And here recently, for the first time in Ohio history, the Republican legislature stripped some of Mike DeWine's emergency powers because of his overstepping and overreaching of sending these emergency orders over his Chinese virus pandemic we got going on. And yes, I call it a Chinese virus because that's where it originated from, right in Wuhan, China, in that Wuhan laboratory facility. And that's a whole other podcast we could talk about later. But right now we're focusing on closet Democrat Mike DeWine. About 10 months ago, he said a statewide mask mandate, which was supposed to last four to six weeks. Ten months later, we still got it. And here recently, uh, Stephanie McLeod, one of his other um, person that replaced Amy Acton, he did a little press conference the other day talking about reconsolidating their uh, health orders. So then reconsolidating their health orders, it's just different language, but 
Still the same thing, which the Ohio legislature tries to strip Mike DeWine. Still mask mandates, indoor facilities, limited to sporting events, even wearing masks outside when you cannot social distance. Um, Senate Bill 22 was the bill they put in place to strip Mike DeMarco of his emergency powers, but yet he's still, like I said, changing language to continue to do his unconstitutional mandates. His um, policies, his point of view, all points to being a Democrat. He's he's got Democrat ideologies. Um, and he's backed more Democrat bills than he did Republican bills. He's backed he's got more Democratic friends than he does Republican friends, especially now since a lot of the Republicans are staring away from Mike DeWine. Uh, ten months ago, like I said, he did a statewide mask mandate and we got that pour it up uh, they do not have to wear a mask uh, and I would also uh, urge all my fellow citizens to wear a mask uh, when they're out in public uh, the evidence is just abundantly clear as I said uh, the jury's back the verdict's in uh, mass work, and particularly when masks are used with the social distancing, the two layers Dr. Acton used to talk about, the, the Swiss cheese, a couple of those layers on there makes a huge, huge difference. Um, Dr. Robert Redfield, director of the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, said last week, and I quote, if all of us would put on a face covering now for the next four weeks, six weeks, we could drive this epidemic to the ground. Uh, very, very strong language. Uh, we know that masks do in fact work. If the vast majority of us would wear them, uh, it matters a, a great, great deal. Um, for the last few weeks, I've been on the phone regularly to uh, our county health commissioners, 113 uh, health commissioners around the state. Uh, I've also talked in the last few days to a number of the mayors, uh, a number of our county commissioners. And we do have some good news. Uh, and so the good news is, and this is the map, this is not a new map, this is from last week. Uh, we won't change the map until the data is con uh, compiled today. Uh, but, you know, the good news is that in a lot of our red counties, um, the reporting I'm getting back would indicate that more and more people are wearing masks. So that is a very, uh, very, very good thing. I want to thank everyone for doing it. I want to thank the retailers who, who have been involved in encouraging people uh, to do that. So uh, the wearing a mask in the red communities uh, has certainly gone up, and uh, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, our preliminary data uh, indicates, uh, and this is significant, that the rate of increase in new cases in these red counties uh, has slowed. Uh, we cannot yet say we're at a plateau, uh, but the rate of increase uh, has certainly slowed. Uh, we believe that, uh, at least in part, 
uh, maybe a lot of this is due to the fact that more people are in fact wearing masks. Uh, so we are cautiously optimistic that things uh, in those counties that were slowing that curve, again, not to a plateau yet, don't want to get over enthusiastic about it, but it looks like the wearing the mask is starting to have uh, some effect. Uh, I want to thank everyone again in our red counties for wearing the mask. Uh, it is making a difference. Now let's talk about our counties that are yellow and orange. Uh, levels now. Um, we look at these counties, and again, some of these may change tomorrow. In fact, we, we have some indication already in the preliminary data that you're going to see more counties, unfortunately, go red tomorrow. Uh, so we'll have some more counties go red, it looks like. Uh, and we'll get that final data worked out, worked out tonight. Uh, but let's talk about these yellow counties, these orange counties. Uh, our goal, obviously, is for those counties not to go red. Um, and that is just vitally uh, in, important. Um, we know from what's happening nationwide, uh, we know from what medical science tells us now, and we know so much more today than we knew at the beginning of this pandemic. We know that the wearing of masks in those yellow counties and in those orange counties uh, will in fact make a difference and may help those counties uh, not turn red. Uh, so doing this in those counties where the threat level is lower at the current point um, makes sense. Uh, it's essential that we wear masks statewide in Ohio to contain the spread of this virus. Uh, so therefore, uh, tomorrow at 6 o'clock, tomorrow night, uh, our mask order uh, for people who are out in public uh, will be extended uh, throughout the state of Ohio. So again, that will be at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Uh, every county in the state of Ohio, uh, people who are out in public should, in fact, wear a mask. Um, again, um, the wearing of the mask plus the social distancing uh, makes a huge, huge difference. So just to reiterate, um, beginning tomorrow in all counties in Ohio, uh, individuals who are out in public must wear facial coverings when you are in an indoor location that's not a residence or outdoors uh, but are unable to maintain six foot social distance from people who are not members of your household and also for wait waiting uh, for a ride driving or operating public transportation such as a taxi a car service or a private car used for ride sharing in all those cases again the order is the same as it's been in the past we now are just extending it to more counties uh, I also want to emphasize. Now, like I said, 10 months later, that order is still in place just because he changed the language and a simplified mask order. Uh, Mike DeWine went as far as back in 2020 for Thanksgiving and Christmas. He didn't want people outside their home bubble to spend holidays together. And if you did spend time together inside your own private home, he wanted you to wear a mask, which is overstepping and overreaching any authority that he thought he may have had as a dictator. I'm, I'm sorry, governor. And he didn't understand why the Ohio Republican legislation went after him. The legislatures 
went after him and stripped him of these powers. They put a leash on him in a muzzle. Thank goodness they, they stopped this little... I think he's got little man syndrome. I think Mike DeWine got picked on in school and picked on in college, and this is his way of getting back at people, popping his chest out. I got power now. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be the bully. And I'll tell you why again, why I call him a closet Democrat, even though he says he's a Republican. He's got Democratic ideologies. He's got Democratic philosophies, point of views, you name it. He's backed more Democrat bills than he did Republican bills. He's got more Democratic friends than he does Republican friends. Hired Amy Acton as his director of health when this first started. And she's a known Democrat. Tried to run for the Ohio Senate as a Democrat, but changed her mind, knowing she had no chance in hell being the most hated woman in Ohio. In my eyes, she's the Nancy Pelosi of Ohio. Um, big box stores stayed open when he started doing all these restrictions and shutting businesses down because they were essential. But mom and pop shops who sold the same products, food, you know, your toiletries, you know, house cleaners, everything you needed that you got at Walmart, you could got these mom and pop shops, big box stores like Walmart, Target, um, Kohl's, they all got to stay open. But the local, <coughs> local mom and pop shops had to close down. Some of them closed down for good because they could not recover from the lockdowns and restrictions sit for by these policies by closet Democrat Mike DeWine. Communist Amy Acton and hustler John Houston. And some people who lost their businesses, who owned these businesses, didn't have no money come in, so they can't make no house payments. They lost their homes. People who lost their jobs because the mom and pop shops were shut down. also lost their homes because they lost their jobs. Nussler Houston and Mike DeWine destroyed the Ohio unemployment. They ran out of funds. There's so many people unemployed. But just like a liberal and a Democrat, all the blame got put on Trump. And being the cowards that they are, Mike DeWine and John Houston did not take the heat for it. They put the blame somewhere else because they're cowards. Now he gets Stephanie McLeod in, another direct health director, another Democrat. Uh, simplified the wording and the language and all these restriction orders, which is the same thing. Sporting events are limited. you got to wear a mask indoors. Some instances, you got to wear masks outdoors when you cannot social distance six foot apart. Uh, he tried to veto Senate Bill 22, but his veto got overrode 
by the Ohio legislature. Thank God. Uh, Mike DeWine's planning on running again in 2022 for governor. I don't think he's going to get it. The people of Ohio, in Ohio, have had it with his liberal lies. They've had it with his policies, democratic policies at that. And all these lockdowns and restrictions he's putting on everybody in the state. Another thing he has done before this pandemic hit, as soon as he took office, a gas tax hike was the first thing he ever did in the state of Ohio. That's one thing Democrats like to do is raise taxes. He's been almost a career politician. You know, he's been the Ohio Attorney General, he's been in the Senate, now he's a governor. Um, a lot of things he thinks he can get away with, or thought he could get away with, because his son, Pat, is an Ohio judge. Um... And he's best buds with the Ohio Attorney General. He thought he was protected, but evidently he's not. As long as any closet Democrat, Mike DeWine, a known Democrat, I hope Jim Nisi, or however you say his name, there's also another gentleman, uh, that's a farmer, I can't remember his name, he's running for Ohio governor. Hopefully one of these two guys beat out Mike DeWine and get him the hell out of office. He's literally destroyed the economy in Ohio. A lot of people who voted for him in 2018 are now regretting it. He shut down the Ohio or the Arnold Sports Festival, Arnold Schwarzenegger, which brought in a lot of revenue into Columbus and to the state of Ohio because of the uh, Chinese virus. A lot of people lost money on that. Uh, he put travel restrictions on Ohio. Um, as far as having you wear masks in your house, that that's that's overstepping, overreaching. Wearing a mask in your car. And one thing that pisses me off, and every time I hear him say it, I hear that no words came out of his mouth. Masks work. It pisses me off to no end. It got to the point where I can't watch 
any more press conferences because it raised my blood pressure. With my heart condition now, I can't I can't deal with that. My girlfriend won't even let me watch a Mike DeWine press conference no more because it raises my blood pressure and it sets me off. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels that way to where Mike DeWine gets him like that. Except from Little Man Syndrome. Bullying. Ohioans. Republican, Ohioans, and Democrat. No, which, no, no matter which side of the spectrum you're on, he destroyed lives. He, people lost their jobs. People lost their homes. People lost their businesses. He's trying to say everything, every decision he made is not political. It's driven by science, data, or whatever terms, models, which were neither. He did not go by science, data, or model. They were all guesstimates, guesstimations of what could happen. Even with the strict mask mandates, which I think a lot of the numbers, not only in Ohio but across the country, were cooked and blown out of proportion and exaggerated by the numbers of people with the Chinese virus. Now look at the state of Florida, Ron DeSantis, which I think is Ohio or uh, America's governor. Everybody loves Ron DeSantis. Um, look at Texas. Look at Mississippi. We did away with the mask mandates. And everything's lower than all the states with the mask. Maybe the masks is what making people sick. A lot of these Democratic governors closet Democrat governors, dictators, whatever you want to call them. Maybe these masks are what making people sick. I'm sick and tired of these masks. Mike DeWine has ruined people's lives and he should be held accountable for it. So should Eustead and Amy Acton. These people should be what if Ohio lost their homes, their business, or jobs? Or getting outside medical examiner should be able to examine what actually caused death to these people that died of the Chinese virus in Ohio. So Mike Dizzy DeWine, Houston, John Houston, both caused the Democrats, and Democrat Amy Acton. All should be held liable for the lost jobs, lost homes, lost businesses, and lost lives because of their policies and lockdowns and restrictions they did to every Ohioan. They should be held accountable. They should be, be allowed to be sued, charges pressed against them. 
In all honesty, all three deserve prison time. And Mike DeWine should be getting some prison time anyway. Because of the first energy deal. Now he is a part of it. Why he wasn't arrested with Householder. When his house was raided, why didn't they go after Mike DeWine? Because they know he was a part of it. But all that got swept under the rug or held from, you know, the public. And most of the news stations in Ohio are liberal news stations like WBNS, WSYX, WCMH, WTTE. The Daily Jeffersonian newspaper and a lot of these newspapers. The Columbus Dispatch. All of these are liberal. Ran, liberal, owned. And have democratic and liberal ideologies and philosophies. So I don't know what... It's going to happen, you know, with another 18, 17 months under the closet Democrat dictator DeMond, what he's going to do. But with the re- his emergency power stripped away from, away from him, hopefully he cannot do any more damage than what he's already done. He's corrupt. First Energy proved that. But nothing was brought against him because he's best friends with the Ohio Attorney General and his son serves on the Ohio Supreme Court. So he's pretty much protected on that deal. He's pretty much protected on the restrictions and lockdowns and unconstitutional policies and restrictions and mandates and everything he's put on every Ohioan. That ruined their lives. Hopefully, come 2022 in Ohio, Mike DeWine will be gone. I don't know. And I don't make no bones about it. No bones about it. I do not like Closet Democrat Mike DeWine. He's a criminal, he's corrupt. Unethical. Lied about being a Republican when he's actually a Democrat. Like I said, his Democratic ideologies, his philosophies, his point of views, all points Democrats. He refused to meet with President Trump, which was a Republican, but he met with Joe Biden. Closet Democrat Mike DeWine is a liar. He's a criminal and he created one of the most corrupt governors in Ohio history. He's no different than when we had Ted, Ted Strickland. But in the end, hopefully some way is by the good grace of God, Lord Almighty, some criminal charges will be brought against Mike Dizzy DeWine. 
and he can get maybe at least some prison time for his unethical, unconstitutional policies, mandates, and lockdowns. Uh, we will continue with podcasts like this. Hopefully I don't bore you. But they'll get better as time goes on as I'm adjusting myself to new platforms we are going to. I've been your host, the American Redneck Buckshot Jones. Until next time, I'll see you. Good night.